gets it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 234 for December 31st, 2019. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. This is Danny. Hi. AKA Nick. Last pod of the decade. Did you start that timer, Nick? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Nick had this great idea. Oh, oh yeah, this it. was a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. If you're listening at home, starting now. Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. Yeah. wait. we have to explain what they're doing first. So you should start this podcast at 11 o'clock on New Year's Eve, right? That's the plan? Yeah. yeah. If you're getting this soon enough. So it's 11 o'clock. As soon as Nick says go, that's when you're going to start the podcast. And then you will <laughs> ring in the new year, the new decade along with us, right? That's the plan. I yeah. don't know how this works now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I have an idea of how this can work. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Let's just uh, let's just leave like a minute of dead air somewhere <laughs> in the podcast, and Nico can just cut it down so that right when this podcast began. <laughs> All right. That's what we'll do. Okay. So I have a timer running right now. But somewhere in this podcast, we're going to include just about a minute of dead air that only we're going to experience. You guys will probably experience about 20 seconds of it or this something. This was horribly planned. This is This was terrible. brilliantly planned. No, that dead air is really going to help you. I want you to take, listen, listeners, Yeah. I want you to take that 10 to 50 seconds of dead air, and I want you to contemplate the past decade. <laughs> And I want you to contemplate I don't the up-and-coming decade. I want you, you know, to think about the advancements in IoT technology that will have your refrigerator talking to your toaster. What? I want you to contemplate Internet the of things. rise of illicit substances like fentanyl that will slowly eradicate our race. That's Thank something God. happened this decade. I want you to think about nuclear war and Armageddon that will end life as we know it. Not Thank yet, God. but there's still time. And I want you to think about... As the polar ice caps slowly melt, I want don't you to even, just envision don't even. Greta Thunberg. How dare no. you? You know what? I am Happy at New this Year. point, after the fucking hell I've been through this weekend, I welcome the melting of the polar ice caps. <laughs> I am done. Done. It's, you know, it's so funny how, how times change. Uh, you know, 300 years ago, everybody hated snow. Right. People died every winter. Sure. Still hate it. And now we're like, oh, we got to make it colder. No. I know that's I hate my it. two cents on a political issue I know <laughs> nothing about. We have 20 inches of snow on the ground, 50 mile an hour winds all weekend. I haven't been out of the house since Saturday morning. You know, I, I can't picture it's, it would have gone any differently, Rob, had it been No, it would have. I want <laughs> to do shit. <laughs> I am off work <laughs> for two weeks, and I spend half I'll tell of you it what, If you and Nico house. had switched places, nothing would have changed. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you Nico has not left his house since Saturday. Uh, uh, fairly accurate. Um, you know, I would, I think personally, pile every copy of time magazine's person of the year into a landfill 
and kill about 10,000 polar bears in the process if it meant I didn't have to deal with the snow ever again. Oh That's my, my take. God. That's I, my I'm take. I'm done. I, I, I will not deal with snow in my old age. I, I will not. I, I'm, I'm contemplating leaving now. You should. That's how bad it is. So am I. I but the problem is, and I hate to brag, <laughs> but I live too cheap and I make too much money. <laughs> Man. <laughs> At a certain point, though, can you put a price on happiness? I guess we I, have. I guess I have, yeah. I think because we've I, got the exact dollar amount. I want, I want to be able to retire and do nothing in the next 17 years. And if I if I can make it through 16 more winters, that's all I'm thinking. This being the 17th one. Wow. How old do you have to get before you start counting things in winters? <laughs> 37. That's a very different outlook on the world. Wow. 16 more winters to go. The only thing that can screw this up is if I end up getting somebody pregnant right. and having to raise a kid. Sure. That if Which I don't I, see as likely. I have if I fuck it up that bad. <laughs> I don't see it as likely. So you're out of here right. in 16. Where are you going to go? I'm, uh I'm a state, a warm state without state income tax. Mm. Because I don't so want to pay to Tennessee, Texas or Florida. Yeah, Nevada. Nevada's also one without state income tax. You should go to Tennessee. I... I have no biases there other than you'll be very close. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right there. Nashville's there. Nashville's awesome, You can man. go to some honky-tonks. You ever Honk- been to Nashville? No. I have not been to That's Nashville. That's a city. Have you? You've been, Ken- Nick? Yeah. When? Stopped in on my way down to Alabama. Oh, yeah, that's right. How was that? How was Nashville? I stopped, got some food, I had some Nashville fried chicken, and man, it was, you know, it was cool. All right, I might put Tennessee on the maybe list. I was thinking Nevada, just to be close to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you know, Vegas is uh, the worst city I've ever visited. Oh, I love it there. <laughs> you know, but it depends on your personality, I think. Yeah, that's not really a Nick city. No. Yeah, definitely not. I'm not really a man of vices. Oh, mm. God. I've got nothing My only- but him. My only vice is coffee. Uh, <laughs> By that logic, I should be in Seattle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've never been to Vegas, but I really want to be. I, I just don't feel like that's a city where you live. That's a city where you I, visit. I don't want to live in Vegas. I just want... Maybe I'll go out to uh, Area 51. Oh, okay. Area 51! Area 51! You knew then! <laughs> <laughs> What are they hiding behind there? Turns out it's Rob. <laughs> Do it. They're hiding this podcast from the world. Yeah. Can't get out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I was thinking about this because, like, the Raiders are moving to Vegas. And That's I, right. I, I'm just like, who cares? Like, who in Vegas has, like, the city so ingrained in their blood where we're like, yeah. That's our sports franchise. You know what I mean? Like, how many, like, there, Vegas you know, there natives are a lot there? of people who live in Vegas. Yeah, but is there, round. like, a, a pride associated with that city? So. I, th- I kind of think, in a way, like, yeah. they're, they're, the architecture is probably the main thing that I think people would be. Like, the Luxor? Like, what do you mean by <laughs> the architecture? <laughs> well, just the, I mean, the, the buildings are pretty impressive. Yeah, the casinos. 
Yeah. Who has national pride over a casino? Oh. Vegas. Okay, well, let me just put it this way. Neil Breen lives in Vegas. Good point. He's an architect, actually, <laughs> Good who lives in Vegas. <laughs> Rob doesn't know who Neil Breen is. No, I don't. That's a great that's point. That's a shame. <laughs> uh, but you also have uh, Penn and Teller live in Vegas. That is yeah, true. So I love Penn Gillette and has a giant, confusing, winding, strange-ass mansion in Vegas. That he sold, by the way. Yeah, okay. He sold Nobody his living house? in Vegas lives <laughs> in a normal building. You will not see a single, like, office building in Vegas. No, I get it, no. because that's where the weirdos go to die. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but that's not exactly perfect for me. No, but it's not like, okay, maybe for you. Fine. For Rob, it makes sense. But there's nobody out there like, you know, great school districts in Vegas. Awesome well, place sure. to raise a family. It's not a family city. No, that's not it's a place not. you call home. That's yeah, a place that you get high home. in. They just don't have kids. Right. It's that they don't have a home. It's they just have a number of brothels that they call home. <laughs> it's not a place that you like uh, live and breathe. That's why I don't get why they're putting a franchise there. Who cares? Like Cincinnati, you got you know this, Nick, after living in Cincinnati for a year and a half. But people love the fucking Bengals over there. They love the Reds. It, no one gives I a think shit about the more Vegas of a Raiders. Attrac- I, it's more of a tourist attraction than it is a, a, a point of pride. Yes. Because you're in Vegas, you're going to go see an NFL game. It doesn't matter who's playing. It's just that it's handy to go see an NFL game while you're in Vegas. And I find that gross. I don't like that. This for the franchise should be for the locals. Should not be for some fifty year old nah. living out his glory days snorting. Nah. Coke Are there in any the Raiders fans though? <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of Raiders fans in Oakland, but that's because like Oakland is like a you know a, a very uh, specific type of city. Mm. Well, that, now there won't be any Raiders fans. Yeah, there's going to be. That's exactly my point. There's going to be zero because Vegas is its own like wormhole that you get sucked into. Why didn't they just make their own team? I don't know, because Las Oakland, Vegas slot machine. Can, Oakland can wouldn't make- pay for their their stadium. Basically, that's what it is. Oh, okay. all right. Here, here's an interesting question. Like, all right, what if I have a, an NFL team? I can't just make up. What is there? Thirty two teams. Yeah, I can't just enter a thirty third team. You could. Why not? You could. Because it throws off the balance of everything. It does, but it's happened before. Mm. They're just They'll expansion never- teams. They'll I think never it's fine. It Vegas again. just added a new NHL team, the Golden Knights. They're like two yeah, years but nobody old. Nobody gives a fuck about NHL. That's true. No one <laughs> gives a flying fuck about an <laughs> NHL game. No one. <laughs> the Stanley Cup doesn't even compete. Like an, a rerun of Friends will beat the Stanley Cup in ratings. No question. I hate hockey. It, I don't get hockey it, at all. When it comes to the Super Bowl, nothing's beating the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, though. Hockey's pretty big around here because Connecticut doesn't have any, like, teams that are good except for UConn yeah. women's basketball. So at one point, it was like the Whalers, and now the Whalers are gone and no one gives a shit. But people like hockey here. Hmm. Hartford Wolfpack. Remember those games, Nick? Oh, I mean, everybody can get a ticket for, like, 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> to go They're see paying the you to go see the wolf pack. Yeah, yeah. And you get some shitty nachos, and you drop them on the ground, and your kid cries the whole time, and it's a family event, you know? I don't get how we, we have college football here. I mean, everybody loves the Huskers, and we have our, our, our consecutive sold-out game scam that we run here in Nebraska, too. Is that right? Yeah, well, so... 
uh, every home Husker game has been sold out since 1967. The fuck it has. <laughs> the corn Huskers haven't been good in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> every, every it's like 380 consecutive home football games have been sold out. No, they haven't. Because you can get a ticket whenever you want. What happens is I think the the team just buys back all the leftover seats one minute before game time. Oh, my God. We sold out the stadium again. <laughs> Holy shit. Mark that up. <laughs> it's not sold out every time. You Bullshit. Frauds. You frauds. It's all Tom Osborne's fault. Should have never oh, left. Wow. <laughs> They need I, something, I, though, I truly believe you know? that's what happens. No one around here will admit it. Like, no one. It, it's like it, it, everyone knows it's bullshit, but we, we, we parade it around to everybody like it's, like it's the greatest thing ever. It must be worse, actually, over there than it is here uh, because there's even less to do in Nebraska than there is in Hartford. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So it, it must be even. But UConn basketball is pretty big over here, but that's probably way bigger. Yeah. Did we lose Nick? Yes, we did. No, I'm here. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so how does this it's work a good now? Quote. Like, so we're record. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. We're, re- we're recording a new way today. I've been like- here the whole time, guys. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. It's not good. But see, yeah, the people won't understand that something's up. Nick, turn off your video. People won't understand that something's up because they'll just hear all of the original tracks as they were recorded. I see. With no delay. So all three of us are separately recording our audio today. Yes. It's a new new era in Two Cents Radio. It's a new decade. It's because we're part of the Nico Empire now. (laughs) It's not called that anymore. Rob's over here like Internet that, Explorer and then, uh, I just realized coming in. How, uh, oh, here he is, maybe. Is he there? Yeah. Wait, did you not hear me? Can you hear me? His his freeze frame is really quite striking. On yeah, it's end. a good freeze frame. It really is. That's actually an excellent profile picture. Yeah. Oh, and I loved it. is he there now? Nicholas. All right, anyway, have this fun editing this. It's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh there hey. he is hey and there he goes and he left <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is terrible all right well uh we'll work on getting nick back on um, yeah but in the meantime how you doing there sunshine was- doing great we got 45 minutes left until the new year <laughs> all right <laughs> He's back, and I have this a This is going to be a project for you, Nico. <laughs> it is. I told him, I said, good luck I think you should this. take about three minutes and just play some nice music while people contemplate yeah. their, their decade. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. We'll take yeah. as much music time as we need for you to contemplate. <laughs> don't you don't you yearn for the days now where I just record everything and the show is done? Yes, very much so. <laughs> and you did the show notes, and you wrote the, the descriptions. Yeah. Yeah. And you took care of the RSS bullshit. Yeah. Fun times. And I used to do it on a microphone in a stairway in in <laughs> freshman year of college. Well, it's kind of funny how that that it's like you guys have passed the torch a little bit. Yes. You know? Yeah. Rob's passed it to Nico. Nico's now passed it to me. And I'm trying to fucking give it away as quick as possible. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Pretty soon, Rob won't even be the host of this podcast. That's, there will be no, none of the initial hosts will still host it. That's really okay. <laughs> Actually, Rob, I want to ask you something. Sure. I've gone on YouTube and searched Two Cents Radio. Yeah. And I found another show called Two Cents Radio. Okay. Uh, with, it's very that- old. Was and it with me? I, well, no, but I was wondering if it was somehow related, like previous people. No, no, I've no. Been those the are host. just dirty, rotten thieves. Yeah, gotcha. that's it. I, I mean, I've I have been a part of this version of Two Cents Radio since its inception in God two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Well, I think the difference is I think their show is actually a radio show. Oh, <laughs> there's a big difference. But, it was really funny on YouTube. It's like all of these like big old men like around a mic and they're all just like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, have we started? <laughs> and it's like a two hour YouTube clip. It's yeah, hilarious. No, not me. But it seemed it's yeah, it seemed up to up to par with what we do. So. <laughs> I, <laughs> I started this show with my buddy Ty in I want to say 2009, Probably. 2010, Something somewhere like in there. Hold and on a second. All right. You've been doing this for a decade, and you're oh, only yeah. at 230 episodes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like there was a period where we skipped four months. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, there, it used to be weekly. Ye- it used to be weekly, but then there got to be points where we would only do four or five shows in a year. Yeah. We got really bad. Yeah. Well, we needed someone like you, Nick, was the thing. Yeah. No, but when you started with Ty, I mean, yeah, you were doing it once a week, maybe even twice a week. And it's funny because I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have not only I've either listened to every episode of Two Cents Radio or participated in every episode of Two Cents Radio. There is not a (laughs) single episode of this program that I have not heard or been on. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. (laughs) Which is pretty crazy. (laughs) I listened religiously. That is really crazy. And then it went, uh, Ty, his schedule got kind of nuts, so Steve stepped in for a while, and we did uh, DVD commentaries. That's true. (laughs) That is true. And then Ty came back with Steve for a little bit, and then it just turned into, it stopped for a while, and then Nico's like, Nico came on RFF, and I'm like, wait, let's do two cents. Yeah, it was this thing. It, you like did like a call-in show, and that would have been yeah. 2012. So okay. I was a senior in high school. Yeah, and uh, it's so funny because that is ne- I would never do that ever again. I would never yeah. even consider calling into a random <laughs> podcast ever. So it's kind of this funny thing where I'm like, oh, I've been listening yeah. to RFF for whatever it was five six years. Let's call Rob. And then I called you, and I must have said something that made you laugh. And then we just did an hour. Yeah. And then you're like, yo, let's just do two cents. And so yeah. the rest is history. And then Danny came aboard and it became a whole thing. Yeah. But I would, again, I, I would that never the show do that again. show has had so many iterations that it's it has. Uh, not even, there's not even a plan anymore. No. no. That's what I love. Yeah. It's just we its just own come- breathing thing. Yeah. And then, what I love about it is we can come on here and talk about whatever we want. Right. And I'm not convinced anybody listens to it. <laughs> the numbers no suggest otherwise, though. <laughs> Someone's out there and they are cataloging every offensive thing we say. That's true. That's probably right. Yep. 
yeah, it's a wild thing. And now we're at the end of the decade. So, so really, Rob, yeah. we look back on this. This is the decade that we became friends. So that's a pretty big thing. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, I, I guess overall, I mean, this decade has had some real downers. But yeah, I've I've come out of it okay. I'm still here. Every decade's had downers. Why are well, we? Well, that's true. Like my be- car battery died today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's my decade was going so well. Yeah, and then my battery died, and it just and fucked everything up. Car battery died. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't stick the landing on the decade. absolutely not i was supposed to go meet up with somebody yesterday and that all got shot to shit oh my god your decade's going down the hole you know i was supposed to have my second meetup with that uh one chick from early november oh yeah and then i didn't hear anything because the plan was monday come down monday have a visit monday 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 come to the coast have some laughs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then radio silence <laughs> but you know what, rob that was last decade this is okay this you're a great right. point so should i <laughs> clean the slate for <laughs> yeah i think the you last should... 3650 something days yeah <laughs> we're on to a new set yes okay i think in the next right. decade you should exclusively try men and then we'll go from there <laughs> All right. Well, let me get grinder right now. <laughs> Should old acquaintance be forgotten? You know, once you get past the uh, the penis, it's not so bad. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. No, a man is just like a woman, except for that dick. <laughs> right. It's all yeah. about the dick and the ass. If you can avoid the dick and the ass, it's all fine. Um, no, I mean, once you once you once you accept it and move on. <laughs> Uh, is this should this be the first time we play the clip because we're gonna have to play it at least three times today so let's just do it oh yeah hoppy do near yeah (laughs) nick it's an annual tradition here on two cents um we just play this clip and laugh about it as if we've heard it for the first time and you know i am hearing it for the first time do you want to know something you know what year this is from what year 2010 wow this is is welcoming in i believe this is welcoming in 2010 so much poetry on this pod yeah so much poetry so much dick you ready my man yes indeed this is the big moment we've all been waiting for everybody should come here at least once all right. <laughs> this gets harder to listen to every year. <laughs> this is Dick Clark um, post-stroke. And obviously oh, yeah. we are not laughing about his stroke. No. We are not laughing about the tone of his voice, the tenor. Well, maybe a little. Ten- okay, maybe a little bit. That's not what we're laughing at. We are just laughing at his ability to count. Uh. Never, ever forget I don't even know what he's saying. Let's count it down. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 12, 10, 11, 10. Oh my God. 
Oh, no. The thing is, he's so optimistic, he starts at 20. <laughs> well, because he's probably like, I've done this 80 times. <laughs> Why he starts at three. You know what? If you can give us a countdown from three, that's fine. If but you to can't, start at 20. If you can't count it on your fingers, you shouldn't be attempting it, Dick. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I understand he went through a medical crisis and and it was all about, you know, having having Dick do the countdown. Yep. But Jesus, Dick is back on the rise, baby. <laughs> 16, 15, 14, 12, 10, 11, 10, uh, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Oh, God. Like an old friend. I don't know. I think I'm definitely laughing at his stroke. No. (laughs) I don't see how I can possibly be laughing at his inability to count when it is obviously influenced by his stroke. I'm not sure that's true. I just think that's 14, general old man 12, shit. 10. I don't know. I don't think so. How many times did that guy count down the new year? How many times? I 14, mean... 14, 12, 10, 11, <laughs> 9. I, I'm having a stroke just trying to count keeping up with that. <laughs> Oh my god oh. I think it's just old man shit Yeah? Yeah uh, I think so I think it's got nothing to do with um, Nothing to do with uh, the stroke The thing is he still did it in 2011 And 2012 That's true and he passed away in 2013 I think he passed away He was counting in to 2012 And I think he died in, later in 2012 He died halfway through the countdown I think so <laughs> He died at 16 <laughs> <laughs> April eighteenth, two thousand and twelve. All right, yeah, yeah. Man, hoppy so do near, hoppy do near. Here's here's from. All right, and now the big We've been doing this for eight years. This is this is the two thousand twelve one. Remember the event forever or the fourth time. Let's count down. What the fuck is he talking about? Still 17. 15, 15, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, <laughs> Mama How Sita. Dare he? <laughs> that guy oh, was wow. the best, dude. That yeah. guy. We've been playing this clip for eight years and it never gets fucking old. Ridiculous. Every year, Happy Dooner. Happy Dooner. Happy Dooner. <laughs> and every year, I text Trevor. I text Steve. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Dooner. <laughs> 
every year without fail. Oh, man. 14, 12, 10, 11. <laughs> Incredible. Um, uh, Don Imus is no longer with us, Rob. Oh, those some nappy-headed hoes. Don Imus is no longer with us. <laughs> you know, I, f- I feel really bad that this radio legend, and he truly is a radio legend. He's like one of... I would say the five most influential radio broadcasters of all time. It's like Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh, him, and some others. But it's it's Imus. Imus in the morning, baby. Um, And I see every obituary, just like the controversial Don Imus, known for his nappy-headed hose comment. Because somehow he was known as a shock jock. Yes. <laughs> I mean, for me, shock jocks are Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony. Yes. <laughs> Those are the shock jocks, not Don Imus. Right. Who had, oh, you a- know, people having sex in the Sistine Chapel and shit. Yeah. Like that. Not, uh, you know, Howard Stern Opie is getting blowjobs in, in the radio studio. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I mean, not Don Imus, you're right. Opie and Anthony had, had uh, it was a sex in St. Pat's. Oh, right, yeah. St. Yep. Patrick's Cathedral, of course. Yep, sex for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Sam Adams uh, uh, promotion contest of where you could have sex in the most you know, exotic locations on the radio show. And they got a, a couple to have sex in St. Pat's Cathedral, and they ended up getting fired for that. Yeah. And then they moved to satellite radio two years later. Which, if you did that today, it would not even register on the radar. I don't think it would. It would not be a blip. I don't think it would. Well, nowadays, I think it matters a little less what people do and a little more who does it. Yeah, true. Right. Right. Context. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because, well, yeah, certain people now would get fired for way less. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But other people can get away with way more. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. And it's also now it's just like certain buzzwords. If you say certain things and you offend the right people, that's that's what gets you fired. Well, I still don't think nappy headed hoes would. Uh... <laughs> I don't think that would fly. I think that would be worse. Make today. the cut. <laughs> you think nappy headed hoes would be worse? Yes. Rob, I suppose. Rob, play, the uh, yeah. clip. play the clip. Rob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Actually. Well, here, here's what, and if, I will defend Don Imus in a way, saying uh, he was not being mean; he was going for the joke. Of course, he was. But of course, boy, was I haven't heard this clip. I so. saw a clip of Patrice O'Neill, the late great Patrice O'Neill, who's like uh, one of the most brilliant comics of all time that died way yep. before his time. Um, but he was commenting on the Don Imus situation after it happened, and he's like, "Y'all don't know what funny is. Like the guy's <laughs> clearly going for funny." You know, I think I can find that. <laughs> I'm the expert on funny. You're not. He's on Fox News talking about yeah, this. Yeah. And he goes, and he, and he makes that. Oh, my God. Shut up. I want to listen to this. <laughs> Don't ruin this joke. Go ahead. I got to find it. Um, here, let's listen to let's listen to Don Imus while I find the clip. Go ahead. But Don Imus in uh, what was this? 2007. And I believe this was on MSNBC, correct? Yes, it was because he was. This was the original the, Morning Joe show on MSNBC. He was referring to the Rutgers University women's basketball team. Yes. So here's the clip. Girls from Rutgers, man, they got tattoos and. Some hardcore hoes. That's a, that's a nappy-headed hose there. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> oh, man. man, that's some... Ooh. And uh, <clears throat> the girls from Tennessee, they all look cute, you know, so... 
like kind of like a, I don't know, Spike Lee thing. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Boos versus the wannabes. Yeah, that that's the that racist part. Yeah, that was a, that's right that there. That was way worse. That's that the, the racist part. The nappy-headed hose part is not bad. No. That's uh, where it gets it's racist. It's a little bad. It's a little bad. Here's the thing about it. Initially, when you said the term, I was focused on the word hose. Right. But then I thought about it more. And actually, nappy-headed is the, the offensive part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that other word, I'm not even going to repeat that other word he just no. said. Yeah. And then he, it's a Spike Lee thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That It, it gets, uh, it got a little, got a little racy. That's the racist part. Keep going. Uh, I don't know okay. if there's really much beyond that. That's the tough, that's um, that's the 25 seconds of infamy right there. Okay. Here's the thing, and I I mean I think I can say this from doing now five years of podcasting. When when your entire life is recorded, yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. To oh just yeah. Fuck up. Oh yeah. Well, it's you know? so easy to fuck the- up, and it's so easy to go for the easy joke. Sure. You know, but, you, you know, and it, I, I, I tend to be one of those people who uh, is a lot more forgiving whenever there's internet controversy, uh, like, you know, this YouTuber said whatever, whenever there's controversy, I tend to be a lot more forgiving, not for everybody, not for every instance, but before I make judgment, I like to really listen to it myself, think about it, you know, because it is so damn easy. To well, and say, everybody's everybody everybody says it. The difference is they don't record it. Everybody's looking to take it out of context as well. Oh, true. It doesn't true. matter. It doesn't matter. Some of the most benign things that you've said can be taken out of context, and and made into a big deal. You know, and I I think also another thing that's really important is like it's one thing to make that mistake, and it's good to hold people accountable. For mistakes they make, I think what really says a lot about that person is how they respond to their own mistake. Yeah, and that's another thing that I like. And to I look think at. If they, I'm a apologize, if they apologize, right? Yeah, if they oh, apologize, yeah. acknowledge, you know what? Yeah, that wasn't a right thing to say. Uh, you know, again, I'll be a lot more forgiving than the people who start blaming other people and doubling down. That's where they lose me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, this Patrice clip is seven minutes long. Yeah, I know. What's I crazy know, I, is I know that is. Inus clip. How old is that clip? 2007. That's 13 years old now. Yeah. Right? Just about. And he April had another like 10 years of his career, right? He broadcasted yeah. until like 2017. Well, think. I'm I'm thinking about this now and this this, this issue, which I, I think it is an issue. I think obviously people saying bad things, saying things they shouldn't, not considering their words. That's obviously a problem. But But I think this issue of attacking everyone and ruining their careers over mistakes is a bigger issue. Sure. Um, yes, because because, because on, it's, it's on getting one worse side of worse. things, people are being held accountable. On the other side of things, they're not. Right. Yeah. There, yeah. Th- there is no limit to the the amount of damage you can do to someone's career. There's no limit. Well, and some you, might argue that it's self-inflicted, and I think there is something to that. But uh, in some cases... I am all for the, you know, call people out publicly way of handling things. The the big thing to me is when people start getting fired or when people start changing policies, like for YouTube, if they start removing people's videos and changing policies around it, let the community do that. Right. You know? Right. Well, the problem is, too, like there are no rules. Like there, there are no, there is no standardized body 
that is administering fair punishment. We don't have that. We have the mob. And I don't want that either. Yes. And the mob Hold does. On, I don't want it. I don't want a standardized body. Yeah, no, I, I, I get no. My only point being, though, it's like when you commit a crime, you have a fair trial in order to, you know, assert your innocence or uh, be convicted on guilt. Mm. And there's a punishment given based on the severity of that crime in the public sector. When it comes to matters of speech, there isn't that. So there is no one assuring fairness. Well, let people stop watching or listening to them. Yes. Yeah, but that, that hasn't should be worked. The punishment. That has not worked since 2007. <laughs> it was fire Imus, get Imus off the air immediately. Right. That's, Even see, that's, he, that's the thing to me. It doesn't make sense. I say, you know what? If, if let people stop listening to them, let people stop watching them. Right. Well, the problem no, is that people won't, right? We're, we're it, too busy trying to take people down. Yeah, we we in 2007 it was the same thing. We got to take Don Imus down. We got to show him, you know, who's boss. Even though he apologized, he felt. I I truly think he felt bad for it. He didn't mean anything by his comment, uh, and 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 he apologized. But right. that wasn't enough. We had to show him. We had to pr- teach him a lesson. Yeah, it feels like an assassination a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Don Imus behind the scenes has done like incredible work for oh African Americans. Has done like really powerful stuff with inner city kids and has done great charity work and you know you can testify to his character despite a boisterous on-air personality but that's like what a shock jock does like that was his business that was his craft and he was more a comic than he was a commentator so that's the other thing too is like you have to take his words with a grain of salt it's not all political commentary even though he was on msnbc you know um and i i also think like the idea that people will just stop listening to imus because they heard one controversial comment if you look throughout history that's not the way people tend to respond to these things you know controversy drives traffic it doesn't scare away traffic and so i think there is a subsection of the audience although not a big section a loud minority that feels like oh imus is not suffering enough financially the free market is not doing its job so I'm going to go out of my way to make sure he pays. I have to go outside mm-hmm. the free market in order to achieve justice. Exactly. You know? Can we listen to Patrice here for just a few yeah, minutes? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> a, a come out of the same birth. They, you, you don't know if anything is going to be funny. You should attempt don't to be you, able to make anything funny. Don't you think a joke about rape is doomed to be not funny? It's possible, but I've heard him. I've heard You've them. heard a funny rape joke? Uh, I say a couple. Why is my HBO special? I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, Patrice, will, Patrice says that if you're having sex with a woman, doggy style, and if you Wrong. Hit, her in the, hit her in the head just the right no, time. No, it's ejaculate in her eye and kick her in the shin <laughs> and she walks around like, argh, it's the angry pirate. No, no, That's no. what she was he trying to say. A violent act of hitting her in the back of her head, her body. It's called the donkey up, punch. Which will then. <laughs> Why are you laughing? She's outraged. It's called the donkey punch. It's whole humor that she has no Cheers clue what it is. We have the same problem that Opie and Anthony does. You can't say just anything on the air. You can say anything you want. It might not be funny. You might get in trouble for it, but you should be able to be attempting. And plus, when is a crazy bum going to get an opportunity to rape the president? If the, the president's wife, John, it Why was trying it? to be funny. All right. Oh, my God. Patrice. <laughs> and so, yeah, and that's that's where we go to, like, the most extreme example where yeah. 
On principle, I agree with him. No, yeah. guy's a practice. fucking genius. No, Patrice O'Neill, I agree with in all areas of life. The guy was fucking. He could have done a better. He should have maybe gotten a lawyer to defend him, though. Yeah, but all the I'm thing saying. is, he didn't he's do making, a great job defending himself. He's making these jokes, and this was on the big story on Fox News. Right. Uh, he was making these jokes, and the cameramen were laughing. You could see the cameras <laughs> shaking because the cameramen were laughing, and that's why he said, "Why are you laughing? She's outraged." I know exactly. Uh, no, this, what a this, brilliant deconstruction of that whole process, right? Of like political comment brings the evil comic on you know to prove that he's racist and and bigoted right, and right. sexist and then does bigoted sexist material for those very people and gets them to break yep that's brilliant man if that ain't the most brilliant deconstruction of comedy you've ever seen i don't know what to tell you so this this <laughs> clip of Patrice on on Fox News at the time was after, and I remember the story now. Opie and Anthony were suspended from satellite radio mm. for a month because they had a homeless guy in making jokes about uh, having sex with uh, George W. Bush's wife and Condoleezza Rice at the time. Yeah, and they suspended Opie and Anthony for thirty days on XM, and so Patrice was on here defending. You know what you should and should not be able to say. Yep. If you don't know who Patrice O'Neill is, just go watch his stand up. Oh it, it's just brilliant stuff. It, absolutely brilliant guy. Um, but his his defense <laughs> of of uh, of Imus was similar. And the thing was, he he had on him. There was a panel of back in the Hannity and Combs days before it was just Hannity by himself. It was Patrice and it was two black academics. And they were sort of debating, you know, the place, the, the, the role that race plays in comedy and what jokes you're allowed to make on behalf of certain races and what jokes you're not allowed to make. And I mean, these are two smart guys he's on the panel with and he just demolishes both of them, you know, and also demolishes Hannity and Combs as well. He's just the smartest guy in any room. This guy, his his special elephant in the room. I remember he made a joke about uh, you, you remember that girl in uh, in uh, the Bahamas area that got killed. Uh, Vaguely White girl Blonde hair Natalie Holloway Was her name Vaguely Yeah Where was Aruba It was in Aruba Okay (laughs) And then He goes on And you know He he makes the audience Say her name And then he says That guy That killed her Or supposedly killed her Went and killed A a dark girl Down in in Panama What was her name And it was silence And he said Exactly (laughs) (laughs) He says, all we care about is the hot white blonde chicks. <laughs> yeah. Guy was the best, uh, dude. I love his, when he goes, grab the shoes, grab the shoes. Knock the guy out. <laughs> grab the shoes, grab the shoes. Oh, Patrice. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Um, anyway, rest in peace, Don Imus. Yeah. <laughs> was that the... Imus in the morning. Was that how we got there? I yep. will not remember him as a shock jock. I will not remember him as a controversial figure. I will remember no. him simply as a radio legend who well, changed and that's, the you know, medium. It's sort of one of those things, too, where, I, you know, nowadays, Howard Stern, as an example, we already expect that type of shit from him. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't care when he does something like if If Howard Stern made that exact same comment. Even back then, nobody would have given but, a shit. But the Howard Stern show has changed a lot. Certainly. It's gotten I, a lot more mellow. Certainly. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he now has the audience. I mean, I think right. at the time he was still trying to become popular. And now he's popular yeah. enough he can just do the safe shit. 
I was always an Opie and Anthony fan myself. I never listened to a lot of Howard, but even O&A got watered down at the end of their run, which was over five years ago at this point. Right, but even I think at the time, if Howard Stern made that same comment, I don't think it would have... Stern has said way worse. Right. I assure you, Howard Stern has said way worse, yes. So is it possible that people just weren't (laughs) expecting it from Imus? Well, one part of it is that he's on MSNBC. Yeah, that was the part... The thing yeah. about Stern is that he got that job on America's Got Talent like six years ago. And so right. all of a sudden he was now a face to families like six year olds mm-hmm. were watching him right. judge jugglers, you know, and back in the day, that wasn't the case. It was only pervy 20 year olds that <laughs> called yeah. into radio shows at three in the morning. Um, <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, the other thing about Stern, too, is that he used to be playing in the same sandbox as everyone else. He used to be on terrestrial radio. So you had to deal with the FCC and you had to deal with the rules. And part of his charm was his ability to break those rules. Once he got the serious job, he was now playing by his own rules. And I think over time, uh, my buddy Joe, who we did a podcast about Dave Chappelle a few weeks ago, pointed this out to me. Um, He had to evolve into a great interviewer in order to maintain relevancy. You know, he had to change his show because now everyone was doing what Howard Stern was done. There were no more rules left for him to break. Um, right. And so you listen to like that Hillary Clinton interview. I don't know if you guys heard that. I did. I heard part the first half of it. I didn't get the second. I didn't get done with the second. Half. It's just a phenomenal listen. It is. It's it's like by far and away the best interview that Hillary Clinton has ever done ever. Oh, my God. I, I actually was feeling for her. Like, yes. I. I liked her. <laughs> right. I'm like, if this was the woman on the campaign trail, she would have won every state in the union. <laughs> yeah. No, if she did that interview in 2015, I have no doubt she would have won Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, she, she would have spoken to like a subsection of the audience that finds her inauthentic and fake. Yeah. And it, she was so real. And Howard had this ability to just draw out these intimate details about like her marriage and her dating life before Bill and her ambitions and what she would have done. She told that great story when uh, she's sitting next to George W. at the inauguration. Yes, I heard that. He just turns to her after Trump gives this speech and goes, that was some weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And it's like, man, if this charming woman... If we had met her in 2015, she would have won. I mean, that's now Howard yeah. Stern's gift. Um, and I guess I must never evolved past nappy-headed hoes. <laughs> no. But still. <laughs> wow. Um, terrific. Guys, can you believe it? Only 13 minutes and oh, 27 seconds until the new year. The new God. decade. The oh. new decade. What are we going to do with the 20s, guys? Now, yeah, I, that was going to be my next question. Like, what do you realistically think is going to happen? So we had the roaring 20s mm. in the 1920s. Yeah. And we got to come up with a cool, cool verb to describe the next 10 years. Roaring. That was roaring. The so trite 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the stock market does. Because, <laughs> mm. mm. <laughs> Well, we are setting up for it, aren't we? Right? It's just yeah. great, 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 great crash. I know. I'm, I'm well, but worried. the crash didn't happen until 29, right? Yeah, it, it was it great wasn't. up until then. Well, but but here's the thing: we are like booming in the stock market right now, and everybody's yep. everybody's going. All right, 
when's the bubble going to break? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm worried. I, I'm concerned that we could see something. I don't think we're ever going to get to Great Depression. Like, well, that we'll can't never. ever happen again. There's too no. many safety nets. Yeah. We bail out, bail out everybody. And yeah. Yeah. So we'll never have a crash like that again. But I, I just, I don't know what else can change in this, in this world for the better. I want to find something for the better because what has changed for the better in the last 10 years? Team trees. <laughs> Did you guys follow that at all? Do you know what I'm no. talking about? A little, a little bit. A YouTuber named Mr. Beast. Yep. Who, um, oh, I know Mr. Beast. Yeah, I don't watch him actively, but he's very well known for starting a lot of trends. He's he's a leader on, yep. in the YouTube community. He, goes he just on gives out money, right? That's his Yeah, gimmick. he goes on people's live streams and he just donates $1,000 to them randomly. Like small people, small YouTubers. And they're always but like, where, they, here's their my reactions are the best. Here's my but, question before you get too far into it. Yeah. Yep. Like I see I see his videos and I multiple times YouTube is, is suggesting, oh, the last person to take their hand off the toilet wins a million dollars. Or the last person swinging and, wins a million dollars. Where is all this money coming from? It's the he, same, dude. It's the same million dollars. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ad it revenue. To the next right? video. It's just yeah. Ad they make a lot. They do make a lot of money in ad. So I mean, bear in mind, PewDiePie, who is the number one most subscribed YouTuber, yes, uh, is worth ten million dollars or something like that. Which yeah, which is not an exaggeration at all. I mean, no. So there is money. There's a lot of money on YouTube. And it's not just ad revenue, it's also sponsorships, it's, you know, there there is Patreon, but you can't whatever. you can't make eight videos of giving away a million dollars and make money. You can because those videos generate a lot of clicks. Well, I suppose, but they're not generating a million dollars. No, you're right, they're not. But again, like I said, it's the same million dollars, dude. There's they're not keeping that money. Oh really? It's a video. There's no way they're keeping the money. I don't buy that for a second. Think of the ta- the taxes, the the headaches <laughs> alone. Well, true. There's no way they're keeping that money. You can't. No, just I, bet you, your, I, I bet you. I bet you. Whoever dollars. is, I get uh, whoever's like paying for sponsorships. I'm sure is like, all right, you need a hundred thousand dollars for a giveaway. Here you go. We'll call it the Squarespace giveaway. Yeah, I mean, but uh, he did. He started a campaign this year called Team Trees, where he was trying to plant. 20 million trees so he was right. at, they were he was getting a bunch of youtubers not just him literally all of the big youtubers they were all um pushing to raise money for team trees every dollar donated is the equivalent of a tree planted cool. so they're trying to raise 20 million dollars and i think they just reached the goal and it was like a maybe a two-month campaign yeah, it, it was it was around October. I remember seeing yeah, maybe it. three months then. Yeah, yeah. And so they've raised twenty million dollars just to plant trees, which is a pretty impressive feat. It is, and uh, pretty selfless. Um, I I also saw other YouTubers do. going out and just planting trees as part yeah. of it. Yeah, you know, like uh, I Linus Tech Tips built a, a cannon that they could load up with saplings and then shoot them into the ground, and they made a video out of it. That's a little and, absurd, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, it, it was just stuff like that. So, yeah, I, it's not surprising that they came up with that much money. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the next decade we'll have more of that. 
I think we're going to see a big... even planting trees, but just, you know, just being uh, selfless a little I think bit. We're, I think we're going to see a big move off of YouTube. There, there's, there's a growing resistance to YouTube. Oh, we got to talk about Star Wars, too, speaking of resistance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just did an hour and a half on Star Wars yesterday, but I do want to hear your oh. thoughts. Oh, boo. Thanks what for are your the thoughts? Invite. No. Thanks. Anyway. We already have four just... fucking people on that podcast. I couldn't afford a fifth. <laughs> There's, there, there is a big resistance against YouTube and all the rules that they're making. So yes. I, I'm, I, I think there's going to be a platform that comes in. Maybe it's hard to go up against Google, though. You can't go against Google is the problem. Yeah. What are we gonna move to Vimeo? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Motion. Let's bring daily the motion. Only, back. <laughs> I-, I could see like another government going against Google and creating something like TikTok, yeah, or whatever. But TikTok. <laughs> No, I, but that's, I can't that's wait until TikTok colonizes an island in the Caribbean. <laughs> well, no, but think about this. It, 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 you know, it's it's like a. I think it's like a Chinese company or something. It, it took like it the country of China to create a new social media app that could compete with Twitter and Facebook and yeah. Google. Like it took a government. TikTok is Chinese. Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And it, took federal- a, it took a. It took a government to compete. The federal government is blocking the installation of TikTok on all mobile devices. Well, uh, mobile devices for the military, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because of national security concerns. Yep. Oh. Dude, so Chinese. I don't think we can compete with YouTube. You know? Yeah. You mean the three of us? <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> I don't think you can. And yeah. I mean, there's a lot of very interesting antitrust probes going on now in all of the big tech firms. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm all for trust busting. <laughs> let's let's make Facebook one and Facebook two and Facebook three and have all them right. fight, duke <laughs> it out. Perfect. Yeah, I just think before you know? we thought of YouTube as NBC and Fox, like that's an individual channel on this larger platform. But the truth is. Yeah. YouTube is the television now. Like the, right. it's it's inescapable. If you want to watch a video, you're gonna watch it on YouTube, and that goes. Yeah, that's a good point. I think people thought YouTube was just a competitive channel, but it's actually slowly snuck in and just replaced everything. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we're starting to learn with these platforms. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with Twitter. You know, yeah. it's not just an option; it's the option. Right. Um. So. Into the 20s we go, I guess. Into the 20s. Here here we come. <laughs> it's Zuckerberg's decade yet again. <laughs> I'm excited, just, though. I'm excited to see where things go. I am, too. You know? and, and honestly, when the worst case scenario is nuclear Armageddon, I'm really, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> just I just, it. I really hope that we stop uh, putting these people up, these talentless people up on a pedestal. Just because they're good looking, that will That's never happen. Probably not. Well, but I would, I would like to hope. It's, it's, it's just going to be like the famous person of the week. Yeah, you know, everybody's going to have their fifteen minutes of fame now. All right, Orwell. I, I see these, I see these people. Well, you don't think so? yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I no, well, I didn't read that? anything Orwell wrote. Oh, <laughs> who was that? It was Bar- Wasn't it P.T. Barnum? Was the fifteen minutes of fame? I think. Look that but up. The, but, you know, that's I something we've talked here. about in the past, though. You <laughs> get famous, and then people tear you down. And right. it's just happening quicker and quicker. 
Warhol. Andy Warhol. Not oh, even it was close. Andy Warhol. Damn it. Oh, what a... I, said, I said a writer. You said a carnival guy. Turns out it was a modern artist. <laughs> but my, my point is, I see these people on Snapchat that get like promoted or, 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 or featured, and they're, they have zero talent. The only reason they're featured is because they're good looking. I've made this argument before. Nico's heard this argument a thousand times. But I, I just, there's no talent. Why are you showing me this other than they're taking selfies that make themselves look good and they, you know. If it makes you feel better, Rob, the reality is very few people are actually good looking. Yes, but it's always been the case that beautiful people have an advantage. That's always well, been the case. It was it was the case in the twenties and in the nineteen twenties and it certainly was the case in the twenties. Just remember, when they painted George Washington, the painter did not include the zit on his chin. Okay, <laughs> it's uh. it's yeah, it's it's just it's not real. It's not real. That's and actually, this is one thing that I will say about the advancement of technology and the new generations coming in. I think a lot of them understand more and more that it's not real. Maybe. But we are getting to that point where reality and artificial reality are sort of blending. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Again, if nuclear Armageddon is the worst case scenario, I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Star Wars? Uh, well, we got only three minutes till the new year, right? We got three minutes. Yeah. So you better get oh it in God. quick. Uh, Star Wars, the all anal final chapter, Revenge of the Shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it made me love episode eight. Oh, I so love good. episode eight now. Did you not before? I did I hated it before. Hated wow. it before. I love you, it now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's how much it changed my mind. Like Finn is not likable. I hate Finn. I wish he would have died in episode eight. I just we watched episode eight last night. Wish he would have died in episode eight. Uh, uh, Ray is just, you can't even root for her. The only thing I was rooting for with Ray was for her to turn to the dark side. Right. I wanted her to take over a, as Empress. She would 100%. make a, she would make a great villain in the next series, but Disney will never let that happen to their princess. You no. know, she, she's the Disney princess now for star Wars would have been, mm -hmm. I think too dark of a turn. I, I'm not going to be one of those guys saying, yeah, let Ray blow up her planet. No, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a Ray truther. I'm okay. No, with but I think they should have made it more gray and less black and white. That's all. Yeah. Let her turn to the dark side to save her friends. Okay, there you go. You know what I mean? All good ideas. All right, so we got a minute and a half. Yeah. Do you want to play out some music while they contemplate their existence in the past decade? Oh, I don't know. What do we do here? <laughs> All right. Nico, I'll be some Don Imus. Do. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to cut yeah. and edit this audio yourself, and you're going to play some music over it, and you're going to make the timing work somehow. Got it. And that's your problem. I am up <laughs> and to I'm not the helping task. You with it. I am not helping you with it. Okay. All right. But we're going to come back at 20 seconds, and we're going to start counting. We're going to come back at 30 seconds and get ready to count down. And we're going to let Dick Clark count us down from 20. <laughs> do you want to do that? Do you want to yes. play the clip? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get the clip ready because we got right, 50 clip, seconds. The clip's ready. <laughs> all right. Well, then, uh, I love all of you so very, very much. Um, thank you for your support throughout this year. It's been fun on the website, and I hope that you continue to listen to us into the coming decade. Sweet. <laughs> all right, 26, 25. 
22. 20. Shut it down. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 12, 10, 11, 10, uh, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Happy Year! New Happy New Year, everybody! and empty inside <laughs> happy new year happy do near everyone happy do near <sighs> 2020 it's just it's gonna be weird to not We're be in the tens any the teens anymore oh we'll be coming back with a vengeance next year yeah all these podcasts oh yeah are we, we still recording? Is this part of the show? Oh, this is yeah, part this of it, is, yeah. Absolutely. I thought we were supposed to end it at the new year. No, they just need to start no. at 11, that's all. Yeah, oh. they start at 11, and then they we count them down into their midnight. Okay. Right. Well, all right. Boy, N- Nico doesn't even get the, the bit. <laughs> God, it's like he's never been, he's never celebrated a new year before. <laughs> he's fucking idiot. I just thought the world ends at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually Y2K2. Oh, God. That was 20 years ago. Y2K. Crazy, right? I I mean, you guys are too young probably to really remember it, aren't you? I remember my parents uh, furiously selling everything. Really? No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Five years old, they're just selling the house. My aunt and uncle were freaking out. Because they live in Omaha, the big city of Nebraska. Oh. And and they were freaking out that, you know, power was going to be out. We're not, you know, it was the end. The end times. And, you know, I, I really think we probably did throw a lot of money at the problem. But there was definitely a problem there. There was a problem that had to be fixed. You buy it? Absolutely, there was a problem that had to be fixed. I, I think that we threw probably too much money at it, but yeah, I think there were some systems that needed to be upgraded at the time uh, to do that. And guess who's calling? My mechanic. I'll be right back. You guys. No, we'll call it. We'll call it a show. Play the ending music. Okay. okay. I can't. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Nick. this is Robert. <laughs> How can people we'll get fix a hold it of you? in post? <laughs> you got a you got a busy afternoon ahead of you, Nico. I certainly do, and I have another blog <laughs> post to write that I haven't finished yet. Oh, what better God. way than to close the decade? I'm back. Play the ending you music. The ending music. Yeah. Are we still recording a show? Yes. <laughs> okay. God, I knew that was gonna happen. Nick, how can people get a hold of you? <laughs> uh, just follow me on fucking Twitter, at Tacky Slacks. You guys have not been following through. No. Do that. I think I follow you. Thanks, man. Uh, Twitter.com slash RobRFF. And I am at Funny Nico Tweets. So do, do I update send- that? What? Yeah, you do. <laughs> you gotta change that. <laughs> it's like Nico Empire. It's just <laughs> ugly. <laughs> I've had it for too long. I can't change it now. Uh, you can, yeah. I've had it for like eight years. Ugh, it's a new decade, man. All Get right. With the uh, you know what? There you go. Stay tuned to my page. Uh, 
I will debut a new Twitter handle at the new decade. How about that? I love it. Okay. Perfect. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. We'll catch you back here soon.